It is time for our talkback segment. These voices come to you with uh, the efforts of uh, Sarah Mitchell, John Latimer, Heidi Holton, the entire hardworking staff of uh, engineers and the rest here at KAXE, and funding for student phenology is provided in part by the Minnesota Environment and Natural Resources Trust Fund, and we thank them for their contributions. Our first report this morning comes from Verena, and Verena is reporting from Badette. She is a student in Andrew Pearson's class at Lake of the Woods School. This is Raina with the Phenology Report from the for February 3rd through 10th. On Saturday, Hillary saw a coyote in the fields by her house. Abigail has seen lots of raven activity on her way and from school this weekend. Tatum found a snowshoe hair hanging around her house on Saturday. Finally, multiple students reported smelling a skunk while they're either entering the school on Friday morning. <laughs> Verena, nice job. And <laughs> several students smelled a skunk entering the school on Friday morning. This is the season, and I'm certainly glad to hear that the skunks are not uh, passing up on their opportunities with these warm days. Uh, of course, this is the time of year when the male skunks come out and start looking for uh, female skunks. And uh, they, you know, they're kind of vertically challenged, so they choose the roads and sidewalks as uh, much easier walking than uh, deep snow. And, of course, once that happens, it's only a matter of time before uh, the, the skunks and the cars meet, and uh, the smell of skunk is quite prevalent. Our next report comes from Dylan, Isabel, and Nico from Angelinus, Ange, Angie Nistler's Science Nature Adventure Program in Bemidji. Hello, this is Dylan. This is Isabel. And this is Nico. This week while snowshoeing, we noticed the snow is settling a lot because the weather is warmer than usual. We noticed a lot of deer tracks and droppings in the snow. As we made through the deeper snow, we noticed some more, some more tracks and we thought that they might be from fox or coyotes. We also saw some very small tracks too. We noticed that the deer are still trying to eat the cedar that is surrounded by a cage because we saw droppings next to it. We placed a trail cam near, near where we could tell that there was a bedding down. Believe it or not, there's still evergreen trees that were holding large mounds of snow on them from the storm earlier in the season. Other observations the students have had this past week include a porcupine leaving and returning to its winter home as caught by a trail camera, bobcat, four deer, mice and vohos, grouse, maples trying to butt out already, and a pileated woodpecker. This concludes our snap report. So until next time, snap to it, get into the wild, and be observant. <laughs> Absolutely. Boy, I used to hear snap to it a lot. That was one of my dad's favorite expressions. <laughs> snap to it. <laughs> yes, sir. I hear you, Dad. Ah, Our next report comes from Taman and Adeline, and they are students with Nathan Lindner at Cohasset Elementary School. Hello, my name is Tamon and Adeline. We came from Mr. Linder's fifth grade science classroom at Cohasset Elementary School. We made a lot of observations over the past week. The temperatures this past week have 
been really warm for February, but the forecast for the next week looks a lot colder. We have gained about 35 minutes of sunlight since February 1st. We will gain about 65 minutes of daylight in the month of February. We are doing a branch experiment to see how long it takes for the different species to break buds and produce leaves. Currently, the apple, different species of willows, and tamarack have produced leaves. We are going to continue observing these branches for the next couple of weeks. We will also be on the lookout for house finches, chipmunks, and horned larks. Like Mr. Mr. Latimer always says, onward and awkward. <laughs> Onward is for them. Awkward is how I move. Yeah, and uh, Tamon, nice job, and Adeline, good, good, good report. Yeah. Um, one thing they didn't mention that we did see this last week was uh, the first emerging pussy willows. So uh, lots of things going on, and a good time to be outside and checking things out. Our next report comes from Noah, who is a student with Colin Cody's class at West Elementary School. Hello, my name is Noah. This is our phenology report from Mr. Cody's fourth grade classroom at West Elementary School. The date was January 31st. The conditions were frigid and desolate. It was at least minus 10 degrees all day. There were some blackbirds spotted near the Mississippi River. Chickadees seen in a yard. Some classmates saw eagles. A weasel was also seen. There were fresh deer tracks in a yard. Even though we didn't get outside, it was still a fun day of phenology. Nice job. That was uh, that was a week ago that uh, we spent the the well it was two weeks ago now the end of January we spent the day indoors and we talked about uh, many things about phenology and I'm glad the kids uh, got out and uh, found some some other things to observe I uh, I'm a little dismayed that they found the, the end of January so dismal uh, desolate and. <laughs> and uh, gray, I've, uh, yeah, well, uh, it's only one day, and uh, boy, February has certainly come through for us. Our next report comes from Seoul, and Seoul is a student with Lee Jackson and Darcy Rolfe over at uh, the North Shore Community School near Duluth. Hello from the North Shore Community School on the North Shore Lake Superior. This is the phrenology report for the week of February 4th, 2023. My name is Sol and I'm your phrenologist for this week. February is known by the Ojibwe as a suckerfish moon. On Sunday, February 5th, a full moon was observed. Also on this day, the ice coverage on Lake Superior was 14%. On Wednesday, February 8th, the ice coverage decreased to 11% due to the above freezing temps on Monday and Tuesday this week, which led to lots of melting. The ice coverage on Lake Superior was still down from about 23% for, for the average of this time of year. Several students have reported seeing shards of ice-like glass along the shore of Lake Superior. On Tuesday, February 7th, we received about two to three inches of wet, heavy snow. It quickly melted by the next day as the sun had returned and temperatures were, were in the mid to high 30s. 
Because of the warm temperatures, the sixth graders ice skated without their warm winter gear. Some students even noticed mud in front of the school due to lots of melting. Ms. Jackson came across wolf tracks in her field that were located on a deer trail on Monday, February 6th. Lila and her family were on a walk when they saw two deer running across the field. Ms. Morgan's class has been monitoring rabbit activity in our school forest at their bunny restaurant. So far, they've counted 441 pieces of scat, 40 nibble marks, 56 bite marks, and 15 tracks. They also have observed one set of fox tracks. Ms. Jackson spotted wild turkey tracks in her driveway on Monday, February 6th. Other bird activity has been minimal in our school forest except for the occasional chickadee sighting. This concludes the phrenology report. Have a great week and be observant. Good job, Sewell. That was a nice report from the Duluth area. Uh, we missed that two to three inches of wet snow over here, but uh, with the warm weather we had, probably uh, melted off pretty pretty quickly. Did, did Sewell say that there's a bunny restaurant in their school forest? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. And uh, I love the study where they are counting the scat and the tracks. And, uh, you know, with all of the signs of rabbits, uh, they did pick up one sign of a fox. And, of course, if there are plenty of rabbits around there, the foxes will definitely move in and uh, and take a bite, I'm sure. Take a, a little nick out of their population. Well, those are the... F- uh, first half of our phenology reports from the students for this morning, and we will cover the second half, including uh, Long Lake Conservation Center and Pequot Lakes and New York Mills and the community, Prairie Creek Community School in Northfield. All of those coming up just before the 8 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. Let's get back to our student phonology reports Indeed. this morning. Yeah. We're, uh, we need to remind you, of course, that uh, the student phonology reports are uh, brought to you by yours truly, the staff here at, Phen- at uh, Phenology Headquarters, <laughs> if I may. TM, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and funding provided by the... Uh, by the Minnesota Environment and Natural Resources Trust Fund, and we thank them for their support. We're going to continue now with uh, more reports. These, this, this next report is from Grayson and Rebecca, and they are from the Long Lake Conservation Center. Hello, this is Rebecca from Sacred Heart in Freeport. Hello, this is Grayson from St. Mary's Melrose. It was a mild winter weather trip to the Long Lake Conservation Center for us February 8th through February 10th, 2023. There was a lot to see outside the dining hall window at the bird feeders. We saw chipmunks, gray squirrels, red squirrels, blue jays, chickadees, nuthatches, and a pileated woodpecker. Thursday evening, as we started dinner, we all got to watch a barred owl carefully watching the ground under the bird feeders. In Porcupine News, we had the honor of announcing the winning name for our campus Porcupine. Dill Pickles was a winner. We saw him or her several times during our trip, sleeping and eating in a red oak and climbing up into a red pine. We also saw another porcupine in the woods on our snowshoe hike. 
Some students saw a garter snake moving slowly on a sunny snowbank close to a building. A tiger moth caterpillar and a spider were seen on the snow. A mole was crawling around in the snow. The hole we discovered in a snowy brush area we think could be a coyote den. During our hikes, we had clear skies and could see Orion, the Pleiades, Jupiter along with some of its moons, and in the southern sky, several meteorites. We had great adventures in nature, and we want to remind everyone to unplug, get outside, and live connected. Yeah, live connected indeed. Thank you. That was from Grayson and Rebecca. And they were visiting the Long Lake Conservation Center. A couple of really noteworthy things there. One, uh, we I talked last week about the barred owl that finally showed up at my house and sort of thinned out the uh, vole population. Chipmunk, an active chipmunk. Chipmunks don't hibernate. They store food and then they come, they, they, they munch into their granary. I don't know if it was the warm weather or if this chipmunk ate all of his stored food. But uh, it's not unusual for a chipmunk to come out for a, a bit of time above ground uh, this time of year. And it will be, oh, let's see, this is mid-February, end of March, first part of April before uh, chipmunks become regular visitors. Uh, the porcupine has a new name, Dill Pickles. I'm not sure how that came about, but there you are. Happy, uh, happy new name there, Dill Pickles. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Like every good cat, if you call him, he will not come. <laughs> Why name him? He's not going to come anyway. Uh, a garter snake moving slowly on top of snow near a building foundation. I can only assume that this is a male and that he just got I don't know shoved out of the nest or something. They they hibernate in in masses in in groups and uh, and sort of share body heat down below the ground and uh, I'm not sure why he would have come out can't think of any good reason <laughs> not if I were a garter snake and the tiger moth caterpillar that of course is the woolly bear and uh, you probably have seen a woolly bear or two yourselves they get a little bit active when the sun shines pardon me when the sun shines our next report comes from Ashlyn and Kaylee from Deanna Trottier's Eagle View Elementary School in Pequot Lakes. Good morning, this is Eagle View Elementary Phenology Report. Our class has been enjoying the warm temperatures this week and have been spending a lot of time outside. We have a lot of melting snow, ice, and puddles in our nature center. The snow is so crusty that we can walk on top of it without sinking most of the time we have seen some buds starting on shrubs and trees we have a few branches and buckets of water uh, inside so we can observe what the buds look like as they start to develop we have seen a lot of chickadees this week and they have been singing a lot we have observed a bald eagle soaring in the windy day and some third graders found a vole after following its tunnel sarah Mitchell spotted a hairy woodpecker when she was snowshoeing with Miss Trottier on Saturday Pine River. Keep being observant and don't forget to look up. This is Ashlyn and Kaylee reporting from Pequot Lakes. Enjoy, enjoy the this nice, nice weather. weather. Yeah, enjoy this nice weather. Yeah, and even though Heidi has announced that uh, that she's officially bringing the nice weather to an end, 
uh, with some snow and rain in the so next you're 20 me now, not Tornado yeah. Bob. I see. <laughs> you're the one who's, I didn't say it, Winter you said it. I, yep. If it wasn't me, I didn't announce that. Nope, I was keeping my mouth shut. I was letting it going to be a surprise. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, our next report comes from Hazel, Timmy, Kip, Finley, and George from Leona Sit. Sitchies, pardon me, Leona Sitchies class at Roots and Wings Forest School in New York Mills. This is Hazel. This is Timmy. This is Kip. This is Finley. This is George. Reporting from Roots and Wings Forest School in New York Mills. February 6th through 12th. We've seen a lot of swans. At first we thought there were tons of swans. Tundra swans are the largest waterfowl in the in North America, with a wing wingspan of five to six feet. They migrate eight four thousand miles each year. Now we think they are trumpeter swans. They have a longer, flatter bill and a flatter head. They Honk and and tundra's hoot. Other things we saw are deer, eagles, and rabbits and squirrels. In Glendalough State Park, we saw deer blood, deer fur, and a deer leg. So we what think, do you think happened? The bobcats took out a deer. Next week, we'll report on the backyard bird count. Thanks right. for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Stay wild. Good advice from some uh, grade school students. Um, swans, and I thought it was interesting the way they, they first thought tundra swans, and so they did a little investigating about tundra swans. They found out how big they are. They found out how how far they fly in their migration and uh, and other information like that. And then when they'd done all their research, they decided that what they had seen were trumpeter swans, and that was just really good work on their part. That's how you that's how you do things. I think that might be uh and then you do a little research and then you go, well, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe it's that. And so I, I'm proud of you guys. That was very nicely done. And you saw deer and bald eagles and rabbits and squirrels, and you even saw Lots of deer parts, and perhaps it was a bobcat that took down a deer. They can do that. It's pretty astonishing, but yeah, that's well within their capabilities. Our final report this week comes from Kia, Kaya, Kaya and Emmy from Michelle Martin's class at Prairie Creek Elementary School in Northfield, Minnesota. Hi, this is Emmy. And this is Kaya from Prairie Creek Community School. Way down south in Northfield, Minnesota. It has been very warm this week. The sun has been shining and a lot of snow is melting. We notice it smells like spring, but we're not really sure how to describe exactly what we are smelling. We are hearing the Oriki song of the Colonel in the morning. We are also hearing the Pump Handle song and the Phoebe song a lot. So far, it is pretty quiet before the sun comes up with just a few crows calling. Blake saw a robin flock in his crab apple trees. Vigo thinks that he heard a grouse beating its wings. Jacob saw a saw wet owl and a great horned owl. And we've been hearing nuthatches. There are a lot of rabbits around the neighborhood. 
Eric is seeing a lot of white squirrel, squirrels in his yard. We finally have something to share about plants. That's right, Emmy. We've noticed some grassy spots in the field. And the buds seem to be getting bigger at the tips of trees. Some of the branches seem to be a lot more red, too. And there's sap on the pine trees. It won't be long before we'll be tapping our nipple trees, Kaya. Mmm, I can't wait for the maple syrup. This has been Perry Creek. One more step along the phenology journey. Thank you, Kaya and Emmy. That was very nicely done. Warm out, smells like spring. You know, (laughs) there is a kind of a smell that comes in the early spring that I look forward to as well. And it's maybe just like fresh earth or I don't even know how to describe it. Like them, I can't put a handle on it. But it does begin to smell like spring. And the Blue Jays singing their pump handle songs. Uh, the fact that they saw saw wet owl and a great horned owl, that's amazing. Boy, those are two great observations. And as they, as they noted, looking at some of the plants, it looks like the buds are swelling and, uh, and perhaps getting ready to burst, and that will be a wonderful achievement. We look forward to those things happening all the time as we move into spring. And, of course, those folks are down there at... Uh, Northfield, so they're going to see it before we do.